This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. All right, Place to Be Nation, it is time. We're now in the home stretch. We're in the final three episodes of this series, episode seven of Into the Spidey Movieverse. Greg Diener with you. Chico Alexander on the other side of the Zoom window. Yep. And we are talking about the popular Todd McFarlane creation of Venom. Yeah, we talked about him in Spider-Man 3 with Topher Grace, but now he's finally getting his own solo movie. And you know what? If you remember Topher Grace's turn as Eddie Brock slash Venom in Spider-Man 3. I'll tell you right now, just put it out of your mind. Throw it out. Throw it out. Everything you know about Venom, gone. Throw it out. This is a completely different creature. And I just made a fun. (laughs) Alright, so let's get into the history of the development of this movie, shall we? Because as I mentioned in the previous episode... Spider-Man's now officially in the MCU at this point. But Sony's still like, you know, we could still do something with the characters we have outside of the grasp of Marvel Studios. They still own the rights to make movies based on other characters in the Marvel movies. Because if you remember, Sony agreed to co-produce the Spider-Man movies. With uh, Marvel, Marvel Studios. Studios. Yes. But that's pretty much uh, Spider-Man and all of the uh, classic villains. Like, if you were to wake up tomorrow and see Spider-Man and the Sinister Six, that would be a co-joint Sony and Disney. But I don't believe anywhere we saw many of the uh, deuteragonists. Uh, chief among them, of course, would be... Venom, who, according to uh, comic lore, started out as this alien symbiote who is sort of kind of attached to Spidey's suit. And he was introduced in the 1984 comic book slash promotion for Mattel Toys Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Marvel's supervillains are coming. Secret Wars. Can the Marvel superheroes stop them? Marvel supervillains and superheroes figures, each sold separately. Here, Doctor Doom and the Doom Platoon. Magneto, Doctor Octopus. There, Captain America and the Champions of Freedom. Spider-Man and Wolverine. Secret Wars. The secret's out. Doctor Doom and Spider-Man from the Marvel Secret Wars collection. Other figures, each sold separately. From Mattel. Oh, yeah. And by the way, after you're done listening to this, go out and search the Toy Galaxy episode for the history of the Secret Wars toy line. It's really good stuff. Okay. So, Venom, he was created by uh, one of the absolute legends in comic books, Todd McFarlane. Spawn up in here. Kind of sort of, I can kind of see where he would take, uh, what Venom looks like right now. 
and ultimately he would become Spawn, which we have to say is similar to, but legally distinct from Venom. Yes. I mean, you're not going to hear about Eddie Brock going to hell and back. That's just not going to happen. No. But you are going to hear about Eddie Brock ending up in San Francisco for some reason. Because if you remember, I think the classic story had Eddie Brock starting at the Daily Bugle in New York City. This film transposes him to San Francisco for some reason. Yes, so they're telling an origin story for Venom and Eddie Brock without Spider-Man. Because technically, they can't use Spider-Man because they're already sharing Spider-Man with Disney slash Marvel Studios. This whole thing with Sony and Disney and Marvel, it's so confusing and everything makes no sense. And it gets even more confusing from this movie forward. I'm not even going to talk about what was originally called the SPUMC, the Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Characters. I'm pretty sure that's not the name of it right now, but... It's now the SSU. I think I said that in the last episode. The Sony Spider-Man universe. It's officially now called. Yeah. But let's get into all the development hell of this movie. Like, I know that they originally, back in 1996, wanted to make this movie at New Line with David Goyer writing a script and starring in the movie that, according to Truth by Consensus Wikipedia, was Dolph Lundgren. And I'm guessing he would have played Carnage in the movie because uh, him as Eddie Brock would make no sense. Yeah, I think he's a little too uh, big for Eddie Brock, not just physically, but also mentally as an actor. You cannot picture a guy like Dolph Lundgren as Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock is the anti-Dolph Lundgren. And I think Sony was trying to make a Venom solo movie after Spider-Man 3. And they actually had, to write the movie, Paul Wernick and Rhett Reese, who would later go on to work on Deadpool. Nice. But yeah, even when the Amazing Spider-Man movies were going on, they were still trying to get that Venom movie off the ground. They had talks with Josh Trank to direct it. And, of course, Josh Trank would go on to direct Fan Force Dick. That sounds dirty. Yeah. He and big fan director Robert Siegel pitched an R-rated version of Venom in the vein of The Mask. But producer Matt Talmick disliked the treatment. I guess it was probably a good thing. And I think we talked about a little bit about... um, all the stuff regarding the um, Venom situation in the Amazing Spider-Man 2 episode. So, finally, around March of 2016, Venom was revived with Sony and was given a release date of October 5th, 2018. And so, who did they get to play the role of Eddie Brock? Another person that I never would have seen for Venom, but when you think about it, he really works on the role. Yes. And that would be Tom Hardy, a.k.a. Burn! From The Dark Knight Rises. Burn! Yeah, after I see him as Bane, I'm thinking to myself, 
This guy is Eddie Brock, no way. Well, you never really see his face in The Dark Knight Rises. No, but you see his, uh, holy crap, he's built. He was on the gas, as they would say in the wrestling business. (laughs) And also to direct this movie, they got Ruben Fleischer, who would be best known as the director of such films as Zombieland, 30 Minutes or Less, and Gangster Squad. And he was also the executive producer of Superstore on NBC. I love Superstore. Yes. And in fact, next year, he's going to have a movie because he's directing the uh, Uncharted movie with Tom Holland. Nice. Now, of the writers, it has a screenplay by Kelly Marcel, Scott Rosenberg, and Jeff Pinkner. Now, Jeff Pinkner was actually, before he did Venom, he did uh, episodes of Profiler, Early Edition, Alias, Lost, Fringe, and uh, some of the screenplay of uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Dark Tower, and The Fifth Wave. And fun fact, his next uh, projects are going to be the Netflix version of Cowboy Bebop, Citadel, which is a miniseries, and Hasbro's Shared Universe, specifically Mask and Visionaries, Knights of the Magical Light. Ooh. So there's something to look forward to. Well, we've got our writers, we got our director, we have our store. Let's talk about the rest of the cast, shall we? Let's talk about the rest of the cast here. Uh, playing opposite uh, Tom Hardy as a love interest, love interest, would be Michelle Williams. And Greg, you brought up something interesting. Okay. So in this movie, we have Bane, who's dating the wife of the Joker. Yes. Because Michelle Williams is the widow of the late, great Heath Ledger. And Tom Hardy is Bane. And Tom Hardy's character, Eddie Brock, is dating... Michelle Williams' character, and Wang. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, playing the villain in this movie, the heavy, as Colton Drake slash Riot, a genius inventor and the leader of the Life Foundation experimenting on the symbiotes, Riz Ahmed. Now, fun fact, before they cast Riz Ahmed, they were actually looking at if I can bring this up real quick. They were looking at Matt Smith, Matthias Scharnartz, and get the clip ready, Greg. Oh, here we go. Pedro Pascal. Life is good, but it can be better. And it's funny with Matt Smith because he's going to be in the uh, Morbius movie with Jared Leto as Morbius the Living Vampire. That'll be an interesting watch. He's also going to be in the uh, Game of Thrones prequel on HBO Max. Yeah, I am looking forward to that. As I've me- I think I've mentioned in the past, I've never watched... I did watch some of the final season because it was on opposite Barry, and I was killing time before Barry would come on. By the way, I'm still waiting on season three. Hopefully we'll get it soon. I'm I'm just hoping. I want season three of Barry. I want more North Hollywood Hank, damn it, in my life. <laughs> but... Yeah, I will watch the prequel of Game of Thrones just for Matt Smith. But, all right, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay, rest of the cast. We have playing Dan Lewis and 
new boyfriend later in the movie. Oh, is, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He becomes a bigger role in the, uh, in the sequel as we, t- by the way, we're recording this episode a week after Venom Let There Be Carnage came out. So, yep. is, uh, Reed Scott, who played, uh, oh. Deputy Director of Communications Dan Egan in Veep. And also was a recurring character in the short-lived series How to Live with Your Parents for the Rest of Your Life. And playing the Life Foundation scientist Dora Scurf is Jenny Slate. The absolutely funny Jenny Slate. And you know what's funny? You know who she was dating at the time? Who was she dating at the time? America's ass. <laughs> That's not even in the right universe. I'm not talking about Tom Ballard, Chico. I'm talking about Chris Evans. Ah, so am I. (laughs) Jenny Slate, who's known for uh, voicing characters rather than uh, playing flesh and blood body characters, because, you know, she's in The Great North, Bob's Burgers, The New Muppet Babies, Big Mouth, Star vs. the Forces of Evil, Lady Dynamite, Adventure Time, Comrade Detective, and, uh, like, five or six other uh, computer-animated films. Pretty much. But she was on Parks and Rec and House of Lies, so she is the real deal holy field. All right, so let's get going with this movie, shall we? Yes. Just the heads up. It gets a little PG-13 rated. And by a little, I mean plentiful. And by plentiful, I mean as much as we can get without getting an R rating. Of course... The story begins in space, where we are carrying, I want to say, a catalog of alien life. Why are they carrying alien life? Well, I have no idea. But the shuttle that was carrying it landed in East Malaysia. I guess it's the only place they could get away with uh, mocking in uh, North Georgia. I don't know. But this isn't some NASA spaceship. This is a corporate-owned private vessel funded by the Life Foundation, you said? Yes, the Life Foundation. Yep. I know this because I can see Riz Ahmed spazzing out like a crazy person while uh, a bunch of biosuits are carrying... Cases of God knows what. That's all we could say right now. Cases of God knows what. Oh, and one of the astronauts is somehow still alive. That's uh, John Jameson, fun fact, the son of J. Jonah Jameson, supposedly. Yeah, we don't know in this universe if he's the son of J. Jonah or not. But oh, he wakes up in the ambulance. And he just takes a bunch of people's faces. We yeah. wish we were kidding, we're not. No! As he was taken out of the ambulance, which, suffice it to say, he no longer needs. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and by the way, did we mention the symbiote has found a new host in the form of the EMT in the ambulance, and they're looking for the Life Foundation? Which, by the way, is located in... Beautiful San Francisco, California. Or as Mr. Ed would say, San Francisco. I love their painted ladies. Their houses are pretty good, too. 
Anyone who saw Full House can tell you how great the houses in San Francisco are. They're beautiful houses. Meanwhile, in a loving, happy, and healthy relationship, we see Anne Waring, a lawyer for the firm of... Well, I don't remember what the name of the firm is, but they are referenced as two prolific comic book writers. I don't remember what the first name is, but I know the second is McFarland. Oh, yeah. I think the one's the other creator of Venom, which I'll mention in this voiceover right here. David Michelinie. There you go. Okay. And, of course, we have uh, Eddie Brock, who woke up like this. And he's wearing a sweet Golden State Warriors t-shirt with the city on it. In his defense, all Golden State Warriors shirts are pretty sweet looking. Yeah, it is true. Even those late 90s, early aughts jerseys. Remember those? The ones with the big knight on them with the lightning bolts? Yeah. Follow that one under, they seemed like a good idea at the time. Okay, so we got this montage of Eddie right here. He has this big uh, internet show. His own YouTube channel, the Eddie Brock Report, where he covers hard-hitting investigative journalism. The kind of things that he wouldn't be caught dead doing at the Daily Bugle. Because J. Jonah Jameson doesn't like that sort of thing for no, no, he doesn't. some damn reason. He doesn't like real journalism. And that's what Eddie Brock does, damn it. He does real journalism, and people love him for it. Eddie Brock with boots on the ground today in the Mission District chasing a lead Everybody some knows Silicon Valley overlords at Google, Last Facebook, time I was poking around asking uncomfortable questions. Homelessness is only increasing into the thousands. Eddie Brock here, reporting today from downtown Oakland, where massive demonstrations have taken over the streets. I've been chasing this real estate bribery story for a few weeks now. This is going to piss you off. All being strong on medical examiners is yet to determine cause of death due to the condition of the body. But you don't wind up at the bottom of a landfill due to natural causes, so it seems that the city doesn't care about these people any more than the killer does. I'm Eddie Brock, and this is the Brock Report. He is well-known, well-loved, and well-respected. No such thing as can't. Good life advice. So why is Eddie Brock here at this uh, San Francisco high-rise? He's got a big exclusive with Colton Drake. That man's a visionary. He wants everybody to know that the crash was an anomaly and everything is safe. Oh, yeah. The crash that happened in East Malaysia, everything's fine, guys. You don't have to worry about it. Now you're just going to ask him about a space program, you're going to take him, you're going to fit him a nice day. But Eddie knows that he's a crook. He knows, me don't like him look, him look shifting. Now you know we love the Eddie Brock show, there isn't a better investigative reporter working today, but no one is above the network. So do me a favor, Eddie, don't start your shit again. So Eddie decides, you know what, I'm going to do this. You know what, I'm a team player. So he goes out to dinner with Ann and he's like, eh, I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with this here. They gave me this assignment and uh, don't like this at all. He doesn't like it. Not one bit. But yeah, Annie and Eddie, they're just having a good time. and Oh yeah, they're, they're, it's a loving relationship. Eddie has absolutely no idea that Annie's about to drop the ball on him. Yeah, well. Wait, back up. We have an explanation for why he's not in New York. He has residency in both New York and San Francisco. 
He was run out of New York. How was he run out of New York? Well, we don't get any explanation for that. Well, I'm guessing it was at another newspaper. I think it even says, like, it was a, oh, the Daily Globe incident. Okay. Daily Globe incident. This is the first I'm hearing of a Daily Globe, but whatever. Well, it's another universe, so. That's about yourself, champ. Woo-hoo! Less talking, more kissing. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, and they're riding off on the motorcycle. Ooh, they're kissing. And they're kissing and they're about to do some other things. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile. Use your imagination, folks. Anyway, so he's looking at his uh, computer. He's looking at uh, all these pictures of him and Anne just laughing and having a good time and loving each other. And then, and then he notices an email to Anne. Dear Miss Wang, attached is the case brief for your review. Please let me know if you need anything further. Thank you, Lee Taglin, Esquire, Associate Attorney. I also love the, I have it paused right here. I love the other emails Anne has. Like, for example, she has an email from the State Bar of California and the Northern California Law Association. I notice it says, you have successfully changed your private email address. This address will not appear on the State Bar of California directory. Well, that's good to know. Very good to know. So he's like, should I, should I look at the PDF? Should I look at the PDF? That's not a, I don't like that idea. That's a bad idea. Uh, he's looking at the he, PDF. He looks at the, he's looking at the PDF. I don't believe it. Oh. It's like, there's nothing good that can come from this. Absolutely nothing. Okay, clinical trials. Oh no, three deceased people. Oh god. Subjects participated in phase three trial. Deceased. That means they're dead. They dead. They dead. Okay, so. They be straight deaded. Alright, so we have Colton addressing these kids at a field trip. This is how we'll all live in space. Remember when we were supposed to be living in space? By now, Greg. Oh, yeah. Because somebody smarter than us said, and that's how we'll all live in space. And that was 30 years ago when we were all kids. And we believe that. We believe that. We are not living in space right now. No, we're not living in space. We're not living in the universe with those jets and jetpacks and everything. We don't have the bubble cars. We don't have no jetpacks. We don't have no high rises in the sky. Nothing. No. Oh, but here's Dr. Scurf. Kids, say hi to Dr. Scurf. Hi. Well, Sorry to interrupt, but it's time to get changed for your interview. All right. So, oh, he gives a high five to the kids, Colton. Like, yeah, high five. He's not like those other stuffy millionaires. He's the cool millionaire. Yeah. Born to British parents at 19 discovers gene therapy that doubles nay triples the life expectancy of pancreatic cancer patients. Amazing. And he's still, what, 24? Wow! You know, he creates the Life Foundation. Then, rockets! Rockets! We're gonna explore space! And he says it's, it's crucial to everything that is used to cure people on Earth. It's like the answers to all of Earth's problems are space. 
the United States of Space. I'm escaping to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Space! The United States of Space. Write this down, Greg. M-A-R-S. Mars. He says, there's a lot of fake news out there. Of course, Eddie Brock has to push the button further. And that earns him a first-class one-way ticket outside of the building. Oh. Oh, God. Because we all know that Eddie Brock is one of the good guys. He wants to tell important stories about important things. He's trying to get to the hard-hitting stories. Unfortunately, the network doesn't like hard-hitting stories. They like puff pieces about people who could buy and sell them for free. You know, for a smart guy, you really are a dumbass. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's fired. Why? Oh. And of course, he earns a first-class one-way ticket outside of that building. Oh, no. And Anne, I think, lost her job, too. Oh, all because Eddie had to look into her email. So he's lost his job. He's lost the love of his life. How is that even possible? They were just having sex a couple scenes ago. What happened? Oh, you've got this rain shot right here. We've got some cores coming in. Oh, oh. And we have uh, symbiotes in the backseat. Symbiotes in the backseat, baby. Colt is like, oh, my God. The babies. Oh, he is so turned on by these symbiotes. Ew! I need an adult! Oh, but meanwhile, remember that EMT who got possessed by the symbiote? Oh, somehow she's made her way all the way to San Francisco. How? She would have to swim. Yeah, and walk a great distance. Like, how would that even be... I think right now Chico's looking up the distance between East Malaysia and San Francisco. Because... Suffice it to say, it's far. Oh, good. Yeah, it's far. Oh, she's eating an eel, I think. An eel's brain. Symbios feed on two things. Brains and chocolate. He's like, oh, that's good eel brain. And oh... We have a bunch of these people here in the trying. Oh, and she kills all of them at once. At once. Uh Uh Oh. Oh no! 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 Not me! I have nothing. Oh, she's going into the other woman. So the other one's like, oh, yeah. Six months later, on an island. Just outside the Marin Headlands, we have the Life Foundation and more symbiosis. They hope. So Carlton's like, okay, why are all these hosts showing all this rejection of the symbiotes? Dora's like, oh, that's what we're trying to figure out. So it's like, oh, it's in the initial stages of the bonding process. Equalizing, equalizing. Oh, Colton's like, why this rabbit? Oh, it's similar to an organ transplant. So the donor and the recipient have to be an exact match. So if they achieve symbiosis, they should be able to survive here, and they'd also be able to survive there. You're like, we? 
oh, we can begin human trials. Uh-oh. So I was like, oh, oh, it's way too soon to start that. Of course he doesn't care. He wants human trials. Remember, he can buy and sell people for free. It's like, all right, let's begin human trials. Good work. Meanwhile, we're at this bar here. So Eddie's at a bar and he's drinking all his troubles away. He's asking the barkeep. Which what does. Yeah. He's like, ask the barkeep, do you ever feel like your life is like a monumental screw up? The bartender's like, nope. And then on the TV, oh, look, it's the Life Foundation guy. Hey, isn't that your buddy? And we got Colton like, oh. In the month since the rocket failed, we've learned so much. And he's like, oh, can we just like turn this crap off? And someone's like, yeah, some people are, like, watching this. Oi, aren't you Eddie Brock? Yeah, I used to be. Then you used to be Eddie Brock. Oh, the Life Foundation's like, oh, we are thrilled to announce that the Life Foundation is going to bring in preparations on the next launch. Oh, no. And he's like, oh, I better be getting my way out of here. So Eddie encounters this homeless person here on the street right here. Oh, no. Five bucks. For a paper that's free. That's a rip. Five bucks for a free paper. So, five bucks for a free paper. Yeah. Oh, and here we meet Mrs. Chen. The uh, keeper of the bodega. They have bodegas in San Francisco, right? Yeah, I guess. There's no bodega cat, though. No. They must not be a thing in San Francisco. Oh, wait, we're not done here, because guess what? What? There's a ruffian looking for trouble. Oh, no. He takes the money. Damn it. And Eddie is powerless to do anything about it. No, he is literally powerless. But at least he's got that bottle of Pepto-Bismol. So let's review what's happened here. So, Eddie's lost his girl. He's lost his job. Lost his will to live. His neighbors are making out right in front of his across his apartment. Which, by the way, looks nothing like Andy's apartment. No, it's run down. It's run down, beaten up, and might offend all five senses. He's taking care of a plant. Which, by the way, is also dying. Oh, everything's dying. He has a fridge that only has beer and... Chinese takeout. And, uh, oh yeah... Eddie also has bills. He has bills. He's looking for leads. He's looking for anything. He's looking for jobs. He's looking for damn near anything. Hell, he'll take a job as a dishwasher if it'll pay the bills, am I right? Oh, wait, he can't stand the noise at the apartment across from him. If it isn't lovemaking, it's an electric guitar. Okay. Carlton's bringing everyone from the Life Foundation together for this moment. Yep. We are about to begin very ill-advised human trials. Oh, Chico. First, we have this Dave Grohl-looking Look, Chico, I think this is going to go well. You know, I know that this is risky. I know Carlton's decided to do this too soon, but you know what? I think this is going to go without a hitch, Chico. I have a feeling. You have a feeling this is going to work? I have a feeling this is going to work. There's going to be no problems here with this trial. He's so confident. I don't know. His subject looks like he's looking... His subject looks like he just stepped out of an issue of high times. 
<laughs> okay, so Colton's like, hey, Dave Rollican guy, open it. Open the thing. Here you go. No, man, this isn't what I signed up for, man. <sighs> and... Oh. Oh, vitals look fine. Oh. It looks fine. We've achieved symbiosis. Oh. Then it's like... He's like, where is it? Where is that thing? Oh. Oh, wait. And then it goes... Oh. Completely. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. To say this thing goes completely sideways would be an insult to everything that ever went sideways. Oh. Oh. Oh, I guess uh, that's a no. It didn't work. You know what? I can't believe it. She go, I was confident this was going to work. That's what you get for being confident. Oh. Colton's like, ah, oh, just bring it. Bring in the next volunteer. Mm. How many of these volunteers do you have? Eddie Brock is looking for a reason to live. But hey, at least he has a free paper now. Wait a minute. Oh, no. I just put two and two together. That lady who was there. You don't suppose she's one of the volunteers? Maybe? Alright, so Eddie's like, okay, job required to follow people that did not want to be followed and hide in plain sight. So, yes, to know how to disappear. He was pretty good at it, but, oh, hey, look! It's the doctor. You know, the not crazy one. Yes. So Dora the doctor gives Eddie her information. He's like, I work at the Life Foundation. It's like, Nope! You look at the Life Foundation. We're done. And she says, everything you accused him of, you were right. Because he's oh. got a lab built with poor people, and they're all signing waivers that they don't understand that he's using them like guinea pigs, and they're dying. They're all dying! Everybody is dying! And, of course, Eddie, being Eddie, is like, okay, first of all, why would I believe you? And second of all, what more can you tell me? Actually, second of all is go to the cops. Because the very first time I interviewed him, just once, I lose my job the very next day. I lost my career. I lost my relationship. I lost my apartment. I lost everything I ever cared about. You know why? Carlton Drake ruined me. Finished. He unpersoned me. Now, if you are who you say you are, genuinely, you have no fear that you should be very, very, very afraid. Oh, well. Eddie's like, I'm done with this S. Yeah, he actually says it. He's like, See, I'm done. He's done being the hero, done being the voice for the voiceless, done with his fellow man. Apparently not done at Anne's house, though. No. And there's Anne. I was just in the neighborhood. and Who this guy? Who this guy be? Oh, it's Dan. Oh, Dan. You're damned! Oh, you're damned. Hmm. Hey, so that's what being broken up looks like. Oh, and he has a key. And he has a key! Dan has a key! Dan has a key. That's fine. So what is Dan, a lawyer? No, he's a doctor. A surgeon. Oh, Oh. a a surgeon! He's a surgeon! Dan's a surgeon! Oh, you know what the best part is? The cat... You know what his name is? 
Mr. Belvedere. His name is literally Mr. Belvedere. And Eddie's just so open and upfront about everything, which I totally get. I can totally relate. Because I think we've all been Eddie Brock at one time or another. Because you did this. Not Carlton Drake, not the network. You. This is all your fault, Eddie. So now I'm going to go and Dan. <laughs> Meanwhile, somewhere in the water. Oh yeah, Eddie's up at the Golden Gate Bridge. Still fiddling with his ring, looking at the light foundation, thinking to himself, you sons of Yeah, you ruined my life, life foundation. Uh, so, you know what? I'm just so she's going to pay a visit to this Doris Skirth character. He gets a call. Yeah, it's me, Dr. Skirth. It's me, Eddie Brock. And she's sneaking Eddie into the building. So now we get to the uh, main sort of bullet point of why the Life Foundation exists. Basically, we're killing our planet. And now we have to find other planets to kill. I mean, live on. On the way back from one of those planets, we find a comet. In that comet, millions of organisms. Like aliens? Yes. Aliens. But they don't call them that. We don't call them aliens. No, that's... We call them symbiotes. Symbiotes. And if you've ever studied parasite host biology, it's exactly what you think it is. So Drake is trying to put human beings and aliens together so they can live in space. And he's like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. You know what's even stupider? Conducting human trials with no protocols in place. Absolutely none. Everything Carlton Drake has said about protocols, that's just to make him look good and him make money. Him making that F money. Okay, so Eddie's looking around the facility. He's taking pictures and everything. And, oh, yeah. By the way, that was uh, High Times right there. That's High Times. That's another guy. And another guy. Yes, that's the lady in the, uh... Oh, she's pretty... That's the paper lady. Paper lady. I was supposed to let you out! Oh, no! Oh, Oh, God, he just... Oh. I think he just killed Paper Lady. Oh. Oh, wait. Oh, no. <laughs> no, he did not just kill Paper Lady. But Paper Lady is about to kill him, so, you know. Oh. But it just so happens Paper Lady was host to a symbiote. A symbiote that is now latched on to Eddie. And now there's a security breach. And he's like, I, I know, gotta... the only thing Eddie can even think to do is run. Well, look, he somehow gained some agility. Wait, what? Yes! He kicked down a door! A highly secured door. So we have agility, endurance, super uh, strength. And he busts through a wall. And apparently the ability to dodge bullets. To dodge bullets, like in the Matrix or something. Oh, and now we got a gourd driving on, like, this big... Two gourds on this big-ass ATV! 
Oh, he just busted through a tree. I was like, did I just bust through a tree? And uh, the guy wants to run. The guy wants to fight. The guy wants to uh, climb a tree. Climb climb a tree. Climb a tree. Oh, and the tree's going to break. He's just barely holding on. And then he's like, oh, oh, hey, Dora, I haven't heard from you. All right, I want to know if you're all right. But yeah, that was a great call on the left. You're right. All right. Hey, listen, I got a, I got a guy and I was going to call him and, uh, he drinks some beer and I, like, oh, oh, I a got bunch a bunch of photographs. Uh, I'll publish those photographs, but I need you to come with me. Could you just call me back? He needs a lot of water. Needs a lot of water. He has no idea what's going on. He's eating frozen tater tots, drinking a lot of water, and fun fact, looking for something with a brain in it. Oh, he's eating fish. Lots and lots of fish. And while he's doing that, he's throwing up, and I'm pretty sure I saw his eyes go wonky. Eddie! Oh, it just threw him into the bathtub. Now Colton has... Oh, how bad was it? It's bad. The intruder took it. Wait, took it? Took it! You oh, don't know up. what happened. It's a symbiote. You don't know how these things work. But meanwhile, hey. we have somebody oh. whose blood pressure is back to normal. Oh. His vitals are stable. And this is four days after symbiosis. Oh. And now he wants to up the tests. Oh, he's Because, getting... as you know, this could only end so well. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Eddie looks like he's seen better days. Oh, wait! She flew to, uh, she flew to San Francisco. Fun fact, this is actually the Georgia World Congress Center, right next to, uh, the Mercedes-Benz Arena. Okay. By the way, we're- I know this because I was there. (laughs) By the way, we're referring to the person that got the- Symbiote at the, uh. Who got symbioted back in, in, uh. Chinatown. Yep. Or China, wherever. So Eddie's trying to call Anne. It's like, look, it's an emergency. And And then was like, food. Food. Okay, so Eddie gets a text message from Dora. He's like, alright, I'm okay. We'll call you later. Be careful. Yeah, that's really gonna help. Yeah, it's easy for me to be careful. But I don't have whatever this is inside of me. We're in this posh restaurant. Annie's there with Dan. Eddie's showing Annie all the photos. And Annie's like, Eddie, you look terrible. You're hot. And he's just, uh, as we know, he's eating anything with brains. It's like symbiotes, like two things. Brains and chocolate. And he's just picking up other people's food and trying to eat it. What are you doing, Eddie? And Dan, or is it Annie? Anne, somebody Anne slaps sla- him. Anne slaps him. Yeah, Anne, Anne slaps, slaps him. him. He's touching Dan's face. Why are you touching Dan's face, Eddie? He's just eating everything in the restaurant. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, sir, yeah, yeah, sir. yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. 
Oh my God, Eddie, what are you doing here? Oh, no, no, no. No, I have to tell you something. No, no. Tell me you were here. You're the only person that I trust. Are you yeah. drunk? No, I broke into the Life Foundation. You did what? Yeah, I, 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 mean, I think I may have been infected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, he's Eddie, up. you look like you're in a bad yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I am in a bad way. Eddie, Jesus! This is dead. Dead. Eddie, sit down. Okay, oh, all right. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Eddie, Eddie. Ah. Are you Eddie, so, 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 Eddie, quit it. Eddie, 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 That's no good. Are you alright? Oh my god, we got them. I'm hot. Is anyone else hot? Sir, no. Wait, where are you coming? Eddie, this is unacceptable. I'm gonna call the police. What are you doing? No, please don't. Eddie, please. Oh my god. Now I'm gonna call the police. No, no, please don't call the police. Okay, call an ambulance. I'm a doctor. This man is my um. Patient. Much better. You are insane. Killing people. Who's killing people? Come, Drake. Oh, God, and not this. He is. is. And I have proof. Hmm? Oh. 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 Hey, Eddie. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's hot. Is anyone else hot? Oh, what's he going to do? Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no! Not the lobster take. Oh, Not he's the getting, lobster. He's take. gonna take. He's, he's gonna take a, the lobster. Take. He's taking a bath in the lobster tank. You think he was gonna eat the lobsters? No, he just needs to cool down. He's gonna take a bath in the lobster tank. He's like, oh, it's and so Dan's good. like, it's okay. He's my patient, sort of. And he's telling Ann, I got proof about Carlton Drake. I'm gonna prove he's. A bad guy, and then he's getting. Oh, now he's eating the lobsters. Oh, might as well kill two birds. Am I right? <laughs> Dad's like, hey, Eddie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so now they're gonna monitor Eddie. Well, what else are you thinking he should do? Yeah. What else? This is-, is a doctor. Eddie has a thing inside of him. Yeah. So what else is Dan gonna do? And he's like, where's Ann? Oh, Ann's not here right now. We're just going to run some tests. It's going to be painless, so, you know, don't worry about it. Okay, here we go. This is what people who induce pain tell you. Don't worry about it. Oh, no. And it turns out Eddie was well within his rights to worry about it because, well, look at him. He's twitching in. Oh. There is absolutely no way this ends well, except no. he, what, without him turning off the uh, MRI, obviously. Oh, oh no. this dog is barking at Eddie. Dog knows something. All right, so Dan's going to call Eddie back when his tests are in. Some people are here to see Dr. Scurf. They know something shifty. And Carlton is like, okay, the creature and the host are one. But why does this human continue to waste away? I don't know, we've given enough liquid nutrition to feed an elephant, but the symbiote is thriving. Yeah, but it's killing the host. And they're trying to show him, okay, watch this. And it's like, ah! And Carlton's like, oh, stop it! But sounds in like the 4,000 to 6,000 hertz range are very harmful to the symbiotes. Well, then don't make those sounds! 
Oh, yeah, because historically, uh, Benham, his Achilles heel, loud noises. LOUD NOISES! Yeah, as we saw in Spider-Man 3. By the way, we found this lady. Meanwhile, Eddie's on the trolley car. He's like, oh, <laughs> uh, hey, folks, don't worry about me. Okay, can I get through? I just want to stay here until this car stops. They're like, uh... Cars don't stop. Okay, that time it stopped. And Anne gives uh, Eddie a call. It's nice to know she still cares. Eddie, you have a parasite. They're not exactly sure how you got it, but it would explain the fever. Yep, because uh, parasitic infection does bump up your white count. And now he's hearing uh, voices. Oh, and dance on the other end of the phone, too. And how did he know? And Eddie's like, hey, would this parasite be able to make me climb, I, I don't know, like a big tall tree? But really, really fast? And Venom's like, yes, we just did! But they're gonna get him some meds to clear it out. Venom's like, no, that's not gonna happen. Fun fact! When Tom Hardy was creating this character, this character of Venom, he had three people in his head. Woody Allen, Connor McGregor, and Redman. Who are three people that have never been in my kitchen? (laughs) Hey, 22,000 big ones! (laughs) Yeah, Matamonio has your 22,000 big ones, mister. (laughs) So Eddie thanks Ann and Dan. Okay, good work. And then he's hearing the electric guitar again. He's like, oh... And, okay, never mind that Eddie can't stand the guitar. Now Venom's got something to say. And And then he's like, can you turn your music down? Because I'm having a really hard time. And then, oh, yeah, he really is having a hard time. Look at him! Oh, God. Inside walks out, am I right? He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll stop. And, uh... Carlton Drake is having a nice talky talk with Doris Girth and uh, convincing her to, you know, play ball. Yeah. In regards to the person who was here, they're going to die unless you keep them alive. Now I need a name. It was Eddie Brock. And Carlton was like, oh, really now? Well, you were our best. Open it. Oh. Uh... Meanwhile, you know what burnt tater tots taste like? Do not uh... open that door. Well, we're not going to find out because a bunch of people, a bunch of very bad men, are about to, well, uh... Try to kill Eddie. Ben's and Venom's like... like, what are you doing? What are you my hands up. my hands up. You are making us look bad. No, I'm not. Yes, you, yes are. you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you yes, are. Yes, you are. Why would you do that? I will take care of this myself. Oh, they stun gunning him, but oh, Venom is just. No, Me- Venom is not having any of this. No. I'm so sorry about your friends. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I am so sorry about your friends. And flips him right onto the table. 
Look at that. And then oh. Meanwhile takes to wait and throws it at the other guy. And look at it. It looks like Spider-Man meets Mind Flayer meets Tar. Did we mention that Venom is not here for this? No. Outstanding. They'll spite all their heads off and pile them up in the corner. Pile bodies, pile heads. Oh, one more. Look, make that no more. And the rock was like, well, what the <laughs> man? Oh, he's go out the window, Eddie. Oh, and Venom clings to one of the railings, ricocheting him into a into another apartment. Why'd you do that? Oh, I have a parasite. I have a parasite. Oh, gunfire. A parasite that protects my life at any at all costs. How'd they get video of this? I have absolutely no idea. Are, are these guards wearing body cams? Probably. Meanwhile, Carlton Drake, never mind the fact that, well, he's too, you know, into his own crap to know what's going on. He's basically going, look at this. He's achieved symbiosis. Wow. All right. Bring me back my creature. Venom's like, Eddie. Oh, he sees his reflection, but it's not his reflection. It's Venom. He's like, what? 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 What's this? Eddie. You're not even here, are you? I'm just seeing things, just not real. You're in my head. Because you're just a parasite. Parasite? You have a brain tumor, Eddie. I got him. He's in the alley behind the Schuler building. I'm sorry that I called you a parasite. We can discuss this. Brain tumor. What is that? What is that? I'm just seeing things. You're not real. Because you're a parasite. Parasite? Oh. He takes great offense at that. And he's like, I'm sorry I called you a parasite. Wait, what's that? Oh, a drone <laughs> was about Somebody to just released the drone all over that wall. What are you doing, Charles Styles Mystery Diners? <laughs> Release the drone. And then Eddie gets himself onto a motorcycle. I believe that is his. Oh, yeah, this is his motorcycle. Because I forgot. His motorcycle's like literally parked right near uh, the apartment building. It's okay. the one thing he didn't lose in his breakdown. He Charles lost his job, lost his girlfriend, lost his reputation, kept the bike. Carlton's like, what? Don't let him get away, okay? Whatever you do, don't let him get away. And he's uh, like, release all the drones. Release the drone. And all of a sudden, Venom wants to drive. Yeah, Venom okay. is driving the motorcycle. He could get used to this. It's like, I am riding a motorcycle. I could get used to this. Meanwhile, drone after drone are getting blown up real nice. In the scary you're like, what in the hell is this? Like, I can't, what are we watching here? Nobody knows. Nobody literally knows. Oh, high jump. Oh! 
And he's about to lose his bike. Nope. No, he's not. No. Venom just attaches right back onto the bike. Woo! This is like playing a game of Crazy Taxi when you're doing all those jumps. Yep. Only on a bike. Yeah. This is a dead end. Not for us. Woo! Because Venom can do everything a symbiote can. He jumps the gate. Chase continues. Seriously, how many bands does the Life Foundation have? Okay, so Eddie crashes out. And uh, our mooks are about to get their man until... Oh, Colton's like, oh, this is incredible. I'm going to get the parasite back. Oh. He's like, you've been a real serious pain in the ass for me, Eddie. Oh, Venom's choking him. Oh, it's And like, healing oh. him at the same time. And then, oh, here it comes. Here comes the suit. Oh, eyes, lungs, pancreas. So many snacks. So little time. Uh. And he licks him. Venom licks him. And And then gets shot. And then... You uh, ruined snack time! He bites his head off. Again, it has a brain. And then all the San Francisco Police Department's trying to go after Venom. He's smashing all the cars. And he jumps right into the water. Because what else is he going to do? No, seriously. What else is he going to do? And now Eddie is apparently all healed. His legs were broken. His arms were shattered. His ribs were cracked. Now, not so much. Yeah, what is going on here? He's like, huh? I have no idea what's going on. And then, oh. Oh, my God. What are you? I am Venom, and you are mine. He pits someone's head off, but Venom's like, look, listen, you did not find us. We found you. Now think of yourself as my ride. And he's like, what are you going to do? He's like, we need Colton's rocket. Now you remember him. And he's like, how would you know anything about that? And Venom's like, I know everything about you. Why? I am inside your head. You are a loser, Eddie. He's like, are you going to eat anyone else? He's like, most likely. (laughs) He's like, this is why we are here. Cooperate, and you might just survive. That is the deal. Oh, we got a plane landing. Oh, welcome to San Francisco. Please remain seated. And apparently a little girl. I don't like it when a little girl appears in the shot all by herself. Oh, she has a symbiote. It usually means something like that. Anne's calling Dan on the uh, speakerphone. Dan's like, where's Eddie? Because I got his labs back. Uh, it's worse than I thought. Uh, everything, his systems, they're all behaving weird. I've never seen anything like it. And it's like, what are you trying to tell me, Dan? Uh, you need to get Eddie back here. Why does everybody want Eddie back there? Oh, Dr. Scurf, she dead. No. And Carlton Drake is chastising everybody. Look, you stood by and watched it while it died. Oh, listen, we can't risk killing Brock. Not until we find another suitable host. 
And he doesn't want to see the security guard again until they find Brock. And so Anne sees, oh, there's this big scene here with the police. And he's like, I'm trying to get here. It's my friend's apartment. And the cop's like, oh, building's been evacuated. Get off the streets. Go home. Found another one, Bill. Oh, there's bodies all over the city tonight. Anne's like, bodies? My God, Eddie, where are you? Venom's like, who is Anne? Your pulse has quickened. Everything of yours is my business, Eddie. We have no secrets. So they're at the Life Foundation because they're trying to get into that rocket. Eddie answers Anne's phone call and he's trying to explain, listen, Anne, listen, I know you want to see me, but you can't see me. You can't come anywhere near me right now. You can't see... She can't see him. Wait, is Eddie now John Cena? Oh, boy. Okay, so he's at the network where he sees the security guard, Richard. And he wants to give his old boss all the proof of the Light Foundation's various misdeeds. But Richard's like, those kids do Bill. And Venom is like, let's eat his brains! But he works three jobs. We can't eat his brains. What are you talking about? We? Oh, uh, Venom's just running up. Running up what looks to be the Trans-America Pyramid. Ooh, it's peaceful up here. Oh, your world is not so ugly, after all. I'm almost sorry to see it end. And he's like, what does that even mean? And then Venom hears an airplane. It's like, ah! And uh, turns back into Eddie. Who, by the way, still on top of the Transamerica building. And just sliding down and down. And he grabs onto something. What is he grabbing onto? Oh, the Venom. Oh, the wall. Venom's like, I got us. He crashes into the boss's window. Oh. He writes, do the right thing. Arrow pointing that way. Thank you. And leaves his phone. And, uh... Venom wants to jump. Jump. And then he takes the elevator and Venom's like, pussy. pussy. And it's a SWAT team. He's like, on the ground, now! Mask! Copy. Alright, have it your way. Mask! Copy. They're like, what the hell is this? Oh. Switching the thermal. Yeah, that's gonna help. So yes, pile of bodies, pile of brains. But then Eddie takes over like, we don't eat policemen. Oh, and guess who's seeing this? It's Anne! Uh-oh. Oh, no. And he's like, Eddie, wait, wait. It's not me. I've been infected. He's inside me. And Anne's like, what? He? You're really sick, Eddie. And he's like, well, no, I'm not sick. I'm scared. I need to go to the hospital. Well, Dan wants you to go to the hospital. So, you know. Get in the car, Eddie. In the back. I like her. Get in. <laughs> Dan wants to do another MRI, but Venom's like, no MRI. Because, duh. Yeah. Because sound at 4,000 and 6,000 megahertz is lethal. So sound is his kryptonite. And fire. And fire. And fire. So no sound and also no fire. You never apologize. You might not live to get another chance. So Eddie says, Annie, I just want to say whatever happens. I'm truly sorry for whatever. 
and everything I've ever done to you. And that he's truly, truly sorry, and that he loves her. Aww. That's nice. But, yeah, we gotta keep you alive. Ben's like, oh, that's nice. Oh, Eddie's really wet and cold. As opposed to being wet and hot a few minutes ago. Oh, no. Susan, take it from here. Uh-oh. Yeah, there's a drone. Release the drone. And there's Drake again. He's like, hello? Oh, no, it's the little girl. Oh, no. It's the little girl. Run! He's like, what are you doing here? Are you lost? Huh? I'm not I'm lost. Not lost. Ah! All right, so Ann and Eddie are here to see Dan. Got the labs back. Ben's like, don't listen to him. I can fix it. And Eddie's like, I don't want you to fix it. I can heal you. He can heal him. But Dan's like, I've never seen anything like this before. This parasite. Ben's like, parasite? It's eating you from the inside. They're like, we got to get you into the ICU. And Eddie's like, no, wait. Am I dying? No. They do not, they do know, not what... know what they are talking about. Oh, Venom chokes Dan. And Venom's like, we got to get out of here. Oh. Somebody pulled the alarm. Or oh. Dropped stuff. Alan Simeon's out of Eddie. And Dan's like, what is that? That was inside of him. What happened to we, man? What happened to we? Yeah, look at you now, huh? Now you're dying too. Huh? We're who's, done. We're done. Who's the parasite now? Uh, parasite is still in the room. Doing things. Dan's like, well, we need to talk about this. And then, oh, wait. What's this? He had nowhere else to turn to. Oh, Venom's just climbing in through the air vent. I'm not oh, talking God. about you and Eddie, and. And it's like, where did it go? Oh. Is it going to go into the dog? Oh, no, it's going to go into the dog. It's going to kill the dog. Oh, it slapped the dog. And then he's just running. And then it's like, oh, there's the security. Oh, they stun-gunned him. Yeah, and uh, his friend isn't there to stop him. Oh. But the dog is. The dog's falling around. I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a little, little dog. Why is there a dog here? Anne's looking at the dog like, what? What is... Why is there a dog here? Oh. Oh, so Drake's gonna have a moment alone with Eddie. It's like, Trace was gonna be like, I'm gonna rip your tongue out of your face and then eat it raw. And then Drake's all like, don't kill him. He's like, I don't trust you, you're insane. And Drake's like, oh, that hurts. That hurts. Oh. You're being dumb, Brock. What's insane is the way humans choose to live today. Think about it. All we do is take, take, take. It can't go on. We're brought the planet to the brink of extinction. We're parasites. You're a good example. Think about it. All you do is take. You took my symbiote. You take pot shots at a great man trying to get something done. You know what? Pause the video for a second. Okay. You could argue the fact that he is a very bad man. But you cannot argue his logic. No. Like, we are parasites. We are takers. All we do is take, take, take. And then we move on to the next one. But the thing of it is, 
this world, there is no next one. Okay, let's play it again. What I've initiated is a whole new world, a new species. Man and symbiote combined. Let me tell you something, buddy. I right, just man, man, because I have spent a significant amount of time right, with one of these creatures up my ass. It's not a lot of fun. And then I find out all along that they're killing you. This is the last time I'm asking you, where is my symbiote? I have no idea. Where is he? Oh, Where's Venom? That is the ugliest looking thing I have ever seen. Oh no my idea. god! Where is he? Oh my god. Where's Venom? And he's like, you are the ugliest looking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh. And then we're pretty much reenacting Predator. You know, Brock, I have no use for you. Trees. Come and clean up your mess. Whoa, he has one up his ass, too. Yep. They call that one Riot. I don't make up these names. And Riot's saying, there are millions of us. Millions more. They will follow wherever I lead. But we have to retrieve them. Oh, I can take care of that. Okay, we're somewhere in the woods out here. And it looks like uh, Treese is about to... Oh, he's yeah. about to put a cap into Eddie's ass. And, uh, yeah. Eddie thought he could fight. No. Well, there's something bigger foot in this world than you or me. And then, from Uh, I think we just found it. Garb is a oh. I don't even... Oh! Oh! Hey, Greg, you were right! And oh. does wear the thing. Yeah. Oh! Oh, no. Are they gonna have... Oh, three way. Oh, oh, they having? Oh, oh, they're having a man woman symbiote three way. Should we be turned on by this? Hey, if you're into it, it's like if you're into it, who am I to judge? Anne's like, I just bit his head off. Yeah, it's no fun. And then Ben's like, the one with Drake is right. Who's Riot? A uh, lead singer of the Stingers from Gem and the Holograms. What? Am I the only one who knows this? Oh. So Drake has his own symbiote, and it's like, we gotta go. But Anne's like, I wanna come with you. And Venom's like, no! It will get ugly. Look, I can fight ugly. And Venom's just transforms his today. Like, Not today. And there's the rocket. There's the rocket. Drake's like, yeah, I'm going to be piling this spacecraft now. You don't know how to fly that thing? How? What? What? He now all of a sudden's like, oh, I'm going to fly this spacecraft. I know totally what I'm doing. Even though I'm not an astronaut, I can totally fly this spacecraft. And he's not alone. And he's like, Venom, we just left Annie. Well, it is not-, not safe for her. God damn it, what the hell happened there? We just left Annie. It is not safe for her. If we do not stop Riot, he will come back here with millions more of my kind. Millions? What? You were gonna you were gonna take the rocket and you were gonna come back here with an invasion force. Then what were you gonna do? You were gonna go feed on a whole planet? Yes. But it is different now, Eddie. I have decided to stay. Wow. On my planet, I am kind of a loser, like you. But here, 
we could be more. Excuse me? And I'm getting to like it here. Oh, you like us now, do you, huh? However, there will be nothing left to like if we do not stop that rocket. Oh, I see. Right, when it comes to being completely annihilated, then it's back to we. It is we. Like it or not, it is going to take both of us. What made him change his mind? You did, Eddie. Oh. So Venom's gone native. Venom has gone native. He was like, I was being this. And he was like, you know what, Eddie? After being with you and seeing everything here on Earth, I'm going to be like, you know what? F*** it. I'm totally with you guys now. Okay, we have five minutes to stop a rocket. Which means, oh, God, I have a ride to catch. Oh. Oh. That is one dead technician. Oh, right, just T-1000, that technician. And he's not done yet. Oh, he's killing everybody. And everything. Here comes our boy Venom. He's like, He has got you have never seen. What are our chances? And Venom's like, oh. Pretty much zero. Well, that's not good. Well, they have no choice. They're going to have to save the planet. And everyone's running out of the building and like, I'm just going to run into the building. Because that's what either really brave or really foolish people do. And Riot's like, Venom, get in the rocket. And Venom's like, no, we won't let you destroy this world. And Riot's like, all right, then you die. And we got a big battle right here between Riot and Venom. We have Riot, who can shapeshift his uh, appendages into various weapons of destruction, and Venom, who can basically shape his appendages into Captain America's shield. And Riot, he just rips the symbiote of Venom right out of Eddie, and Riot's holding the symbiote of Venom, and he's going to eat it. It's like, no, I'm going to eat it! And Venom's like, nope! And then Venom and Eddie are like, nope! Yeah, they're bonded back together. Uh, fight, fight, fight. Oh, That's all the f- sloppiest looking fight I've ever seen. Uh, all four of them are fighting. It's a fatal four-way. It's a tag team match of symbiote human action right here. Oh, wait a minute! This, oh my god, does Riot have like a little mouth like an alien? Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Not so fast, y'all. You think you can just up and run away? You crazy. I like to eat people from other planets, especially y'all. I like to eat you with my little mouth, too. Oh, now y'all get back up inside me, little mouth. I wants to play, too. Get back inside. I'll get you when we's eating them. Um... Little difficult to figure out what's going on here. Oh, Riot's gonna go back into the rocket. And then, oh, high pitched ringing. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did Venom and Riot merge? Yeah, they merge. But Anne's right there, and she's adjusting the decibels, and all she could say is, told you I could fight ugly. Oh, now the symbiote has been attached from both Eddie and Drake right here. One minute left in the rocket launch. Meanwhile, I'm assuming Riot and Venom are somewhere else, and Riot's like, be a good boy, get in the rocket. 
Oh, my mistake. Riot's underneath the launch platform. And up. Like, you're too late. This is the next stage. Oh! And, and, and then Eddie kicks him and basically says, you talk too much. But, oh, Riot puts his thing right through his chest. Oh, they got back together again. Riot's like, you were nothing. And left Eddie for dead as Riot enters the rocket. Oh, this does not look good at all. Here comes Venom. Slowly crawling back into Eddie. Five. Four. Oh. What's he doing right here? Oh. Is he gonna... He doesn't like fire. What is he doing? What is Venom doing right here? He's gonna... Oh. You miss me? Have a nice life. And Oh, he's gonna tear the rocket. You know what that means. Boom. Lots and lots of fire. Lots and lots of fire. Because as we've established, fire kills the symbiote. And I'm guessing it doesn't do too good of a job on uh, Drake either. No. Oh, and he crashes in the water as everything is burning and stuff. Did Venom burn up too? Uh, I don't think they made it that clear, I think. Oh, Venom says, goodbye, Eddie. Assuming, no, he's dead. Oh. He's, uh, he's dead. Oh. Well, Eddie thanks Annie. He's thinking about suing and asks her to prosecute. But But she decides we're pro bono. She's joining the public defender's office. Eddie's network wants to bring the show back, but, uh, he wants to concentrate on the written word. I scored the interview of a lifetime. Oh, Chico, I wonder who that interview's with. Wait for it. Anne's like, I'm sorry about Venom. Hey, um... Do you want to talk about that kiss? Oh, that? You call that a kiss? No, that was... Uh, that was... Your buddy's idea. Oh, right. Well, that is good to know. You could have said no, I'm just saying. And of course, they're not going to tell Dan about this. Meanwhile, a voice is saying... You belong with us, Eddie. Oh, no. Well, I have to go. You take care, right? And meanwhile, hey, a familiar face shows up and says, Hey, don't give up on her. Either of you. We won't. Who's that guy? Okay. Wait, this thing looks delicious. Father! And Venom's like, who is that guy? By the way, I should note, as an added aside, Venom was the last movie released with a cameo from Stan Lee during his lifetime. Yeah. Mr. Stan. Stan the man. Yeah. Always. And he's like, I have no problem with you sticking around, Venom, but we're going to have to lay some ground rules, okay? You can't just go around eating anyone that you see. Venom's like, I cannot. All right. So he's going to say, look, there's some good people in the world, but there are also some bad people. So you've got to learn to tell the difference between good and bad. Meanwhile, people are looking at him like, what the hell is this guy talking to? (laughs) Okay. So, look, you just eat 
very, very bad people, okay? And never eat good people. Venom's like, fine. But how does one tell the difference? You have to smell it and even feel it. So Whatever you say, but can we get something to eat now? Otherwise, your liver, it's starting to look really, really good and juicy. And he's like, okay, I know a price down here. And so he stops by Mrs. Chen's bodega. He's like, ah, I feel much better. Nothing's changed but the weather. So what culinary delights will tickle them? Tater tots and chocolate. He's like, okay. And then, oh, he was the robber. Payments due. And then, oh. That's a hold payment. You come in here again. In fact, you go anywhere in this city, preying on innocent people, and we will find you and eat both of your arms and then both of your legs, and then we will eat your face right off your head. Do you understand? So you will be this armless, legless, faceless thing, won't you? Rolling down the street like a turd in the wind. Do you feel me? And he's like, what are you? And then Eddie and Venom are like, We are Venom. On second thought, please. Eddie? What was that? Oh, I have a parasite. Yeah. Name is Chen. Parasite? It's a term of endearment. Apologize! Okay. So Eddie asks, what do you want to do now? And Venom says, The way I see it, we can do whatever we want. Oh, that's your end of movie. But hold on. We're not done yet. Remember when Eddie said he scored the interview of a lifetime? It's on San Quentin. So, the prison guard says, yeah, he asked you to interview him. This is the one and only time he's ever going to speak to someone. So Eddie's hoping that with this interview might help identify some additional bodies. Well, the FBI will have to identify you if you don't follow the rules. Hey, Red! I got a visitor for you. Hi, Eddie. Hey. Do you mind if we forego the whole creepy serial killer thing here? Sure, it's good with me. I mean, I can turn it on if you want. But I can talk about the Dada's patterns of arterial spray. I bet you can. Tough to see you in this light, Eddie. Come on over. All right. I get out of here, and I will. There's gonna be carnage. That's the movie. That's the movie. And the guy's name, by the way, Cletus Cassidy, played by Woody Harrelson. And unless you've been living under a rock, you know everything because the sequel has just come out. Let's just be honest with this mid-credit scene. 
they really improved the hair in the sequel. Yeah. It looks less like a killer clown, I guess you could say. Yeah, killer clown from outer space. But hey, Chica, you know we're still not done yet. We're still not done yet? No! There's one more scene. There's one more scene. We get a title card saying, Meanwhile, in another universe. Hey, wait, there's a kid in a Spider-Man costume who's being chased by this weird purple person. I don't remember seeing this in the theater. This was uh, right before the very, very end credits. Ah. So the kid gets away from this purple monster-looking guy here, and the kid in the Spider-Man costume goes over to a church and into a cemetery where he encounters a tombstone of one Peter Parker. And he says, I'm sorry, Mr. Parker. I want to do what you ask. But you can't do it without him. And meanwhile, another guy comes up to him and says, Hey, kid! And electricity shocks him. And he takes one good look at this guy that came up behind him. And he's like, No way. Who are you? And meanwhile... The police are like, freeze! And, oh, he's tied up. The kid in the Spider-Man costume is chained up to the guy who came up behind him. And there's a chase all around the city with the police. We got a kid here dressed up like Spider-Man. Uh, Yeah, dragging a homeless corpse behind a train. And meanwhile, the man and the boy are like, who are you? Who are you? Why are you trying to kill me? I'm not. I'm trying to save you. They crash in down onto the street below as pedestrians are walking by. And the kid says, hey, maybe you guys can go around. All right. Thanks, New York. And we get a title card saying, to be continued. And that's officially your movie. Now, here's the thing. I went to see that movie when it first came out in the theater. That whole thing with the Spider-Verse was not in the theatrical cut. Did you leave right before the... Nope. I'm thinking to myself, did they add that scene for the home release? or Maybe, because we were watching like my DVD copy that I ripped onto my Google Drive. So, I'm guessing maybe they added it in later on. Which would be a really good way to move DVDs, if you think about it. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe as it got closer to uh, Into the Spider-Verse, I don't know. Maybe? Because if you remember, Venom came out like a year before Into the Spider-Verse. No, it came out a month before Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, it did? Because when did Into the Spider-Verse come out? Into the Spider-Verse came out December 14th. 2018. Okay, so I went to see Venom when it like first hit the theater, so maybe they did edit it in like in subsequent weeks. Because I know there wasn't a Spider-Verse credits tease in that movie. I could see them probably doing it to like entice people to maybe watch it again or something. I don't know. But 
Hey, whatever. There it was. We all know that there's another movie in two months, so you're going to probably yeah. go see it anyway, so let's just show you it. So that was the movie. It was very popular. It did really well at the box office. It passed $600 million with China accounting for $111 million of that. And this was against a budget of... What was the budget? I want to say it was like in the high eight figures. No, the budget was... Okay, have the final numbers here. Against the budget of $116 million, it brought in $856.1 million. So it made its budget back, and then some. But the critics did not like it as much as we did, though. Think about it, though. This was not made to be a critical darling. This was made to be a popcorn movie. Yes. And Deadline reported that they needed to bring in $450 million to break even. They more than broke even. All in all, uh, total profit was calculated at $246.9 million. So, yeah. You knew a sequel was coming. And eventually, it did. Yes. Alright. So Venom hit digital on December 11th and hit Blu-ray, DVD, and 4K Ultra HD on December 18th. Now, I've got the list of Venom bonus features on the Blu-ray, so here we go. You have Venom mode. When selecting this mode, the film will engage informative pop-ups throughout the film to provide insight on the movie's relationship to the comics and to reveal hidden references that even a seasoned Venom fan might have missed. Yeah, this has been on, like, previous Spider-Man DVDs, so that's to be expected. Deleted and extended scenes. The ride to the hospital. Eddie and Venom take a ride to the hospital. Car alarm. Let's just say Venom is not fond of car alarms. And San Quentin, an extended version of the post credit scene at San Quentin. From Symbiote to Screen, a mini-documentary about the history of Venom in comics and his journey to the big screen with interviews from Avi Arad, Matt Talmick, Ruben Fleischer, Oliver Shaw, and director Kevin Smith. Because, obviously. The lethal protector in action, go behind the scenes with the production crew and learn the secrets behind the awesome motorcycle stunts, wire stunts, and drones. Venom Vision, a look at how Ruben Fleischer came to the project, gathered his team, and made Venom a reality utilizing interviews from the cast, crew, and production, as well as Fleischer himself. Designing Venom, designing and creating Venom meant a huge challenge for VFX artists, and you follow the amazing journey with that. Symbiote secrets, hidden references throughout the film, eight select scenes with their pre-visual effects sequences, and you see the progression of the visual effects storyboards and fight choreography compared to the finished film, the Venom music video by Eminem, Sunflower by Post Malone and Swat Lee from Into the Spider-Verse. And, okay, Chico, this might explain it. You get the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse sneak peek with the quote on the, uh, I'm getting this from the website Den of Geek with the subtitle, Meanwhile in Another Universe. Which would make sense because this Blu-ray would have come out on December 18th, around the time Into the Spider-Verse was in theaters. So, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. 
But also, uh, if you got this Blu-ray at Walmart, you actually, and I'm going to find this right now, you got the first of what turned out to be three exclusives in a series of figures. You got this Walmart exclusive figure right here. And I'm going to show you it in the chat. It's right here. It's like a retro style figure, kind of like a Kenner figure. Yeah, sort of looks like a blister pat gone wrong. Yeah. But there you go. You see Venom right here. He's got his tongue sticking out. like He's ready to eat something. They've got a better shot of it right here. Out of the box. Yep, out of the box. Oh, it's from Hasbro, so... That explains the uh, immaculate detail here. Yeah, so it's a retro-style figure, so... But this is a set of three, which will involve the next two movies we're going to be talking about soon, but there you go. That's Venom. Final thoughts on this movie? Like I said, this was basically a uh, sort of... It was supposed to be a popcorn movie. This is not uh, one for critical acclaim. This was something to basically escape to and from and for. Really good movie to watch just to turn off your brain. Yeah. You know what? For a movie that was related to Spider-Man, that wasn't supposed to mention Spider-Man, and with a character that's closely tied to Spider-Man... They did a really good job at explaining an origin story without Spider-Man. Yep. I thought was hard to do, but they pulled it off. Yep. And they will uh, get to do it. They'll get to further expand upon characters in the sequel, which, of course, was released a couple weeks ago. And, you know, not to spoil anything, but we all know what happened at the end of that. Duh. Well, that does it for this episode, so, hey, in November, we're going to go animated. Oh, yeah. Imagine if you would, the Spider-Man meme come to life. We have Spider-Man, a female Spider-Man, a noir Spider-Man, a little kid Spider-Man, and... Spider-Pig, Spider-Pig. Does whatever a spider pig does. Can he swing from a web? No, he can't. He's a pig. Look out, he is a spider pig. Yeah, what Homer said. So that's coming next time as we continue our deep dive into the Spidey movie verse. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. <laughs>